Hi there, and welcome to Operation Carpe Diem. I'm your host, Caitlin, and here we help business owners seize their opportunity for success. Ready to start seizing your day? Let's dive right in. If you've listened to episode one, Penny to a House, then you probably know that I started my business right out of high school, weeks before my first year of college. People always ask me, Caitlin, you don't have a degree in photography, business, marketing, or even the arts. Do you think college was a waste of time and money? Or do you think that your degree in law and politics was worth it? To that, I say no life experience should ever be considered a waste of time. Just like we can find inspiration and ideas for our business anywhere and everywhere, we can find something to learn from every experience we have in life, every good thing, and everything we may not like. Now, at my college, all incoming students are required to attend an orientation, You would have a brief tour of campus, meet your advisor, go over your schedule, attend some lectures, etc. I remember vividly walking into the classroom of what would be my freshman orientation class. I sat with multiple other incoming students who would be in that same orientation class with me all year long, their parents, my own mom, and my sister who both came with me to the event. In walks in our professor. She was the chair of the theater department at my school, still is. And the class that we would all be attending together was about activism in the arts. How to use our passions for the arts towards activism, and also just a bit about how to transition into college. Most of the students in that class were theater majors, but a handful were just really passionate about the arts or about politics. For me, I took interest in both topics as I was a double major my first semester, pre-law, political science, and theater. The professor told us something in that meeting that I will always remember and hang on to. Since most of us in that class were theater or art-based majors, it's not unbelievable to assume that our favorite classes would be acting 101 or ballet or a different art-based hands-on class. Maybe for our chemistry classes or math classes, we would be a little bit less enthusiastic about going to them. But when we switch our mindsets from, I'm a theater major, I don't want to go to my math class, but I have to go, I have to, to, I get to, I get to go to math class, we are setting ourselves up for success rather than failure. When you say, I have to, you're telling yourself that this is not fun, not beneficial, not exciting, and you shouldn't be there. I have to go to math class, but there is nothing beneficial for me there as a theater major. When you tell yourself, I get to, you're telling yourself that you're excited about the opportunity for something new. Sure, it may not be your favorite thing, but you know that when you get to do something, you get to take away something from that experience. I might be a theater major, but I get to go to math class today. I get to learn about formulas that will help me build a set for our production, 
or I get to learn more about personal finances and how to budget or do taxes as an artist. I get to have one more class requirement towards my degree. Okay, that last one is a bit simple, I know, but you get the point, right? When we think I get, even if it's as simple as moving through something to get to something better, that puts us in a better position to learn something new and better ourselves. When we think I get to go to math class to learn more about X, Y, or Z, no pun intended, (laughs) we're giving ourselves a new skill that could help us in the future. Instead of thinking I have to pick up my kid from school and dinner isn't even started or even planned yet, or I have to pick up my kid from school but pickup lines are so long and I waste so much time just sitting there, or I've been cleaning all day and my house is still a wreck, can I just have another hour or two instead of picking my kid up from school? Or, oh man, I have to see so-and-so's parent today at pickup. I don't want to deal with them, but I have to go pick up my kid from school. Whenever we take that and instead say to ourselves, I get to pick up my kid from school. I get to hear about their day, discover what they learned, what they did at recess, and spend quality time with them. Or I get to pick up my kid from school and while I'm waiting in that long pickup line, I'll have fewer distractions in the car to plan dinner while I'm waiting in line. Or instead of planning dinner, maybe you're reading a book or listening to an audiobook or a podcast and just taking some me time. Maybe that time that you spend waiting in the pickup line is your only time for some me time today. Right? Instead of saying all of these negatives, I have to pick up my kid from school, when we think I get to do these things when or while I'm picking up my kid from school, we have a much better outlook on life. Maybe you're a creative or a creative entrepreneur like me, but you have a full-time job that's not within your realm of passion or that you don't particularly enjoy doing and you would much rather be doing something creative or something for yourself. Instead of saying, I want to be full-time in my own business by now and I hate going to work for my current job, but I have to go to work. Or, I have to go to work, but the commute is just so long. Or, I have to go to work, but this paycheck is really starting to feel not worth it when I don't like what I'm doing. Instead of saying those things to yourself, maybe we could say, I get to go to work because this job will help me go full-time eventually. Or, I get to go to work because it provides the stable paycheck that I need to chase my passions. Sure, it's a little time-consuming right now, but I will be so glad that I did this when I do go full-time and have that emergency income saved up. Or, I get to go to work and even though my commute might be long right now and I'd rather have a commute of going down the hall or up the stairs to my home office, I can use that commute time to brush up on my business skills or learn something new in my businesses like those podcasts or books that we were talking about in the dropping your kid off at school or picking your kid up from school metaphor, right? 
I get to go to work because this paycheck will help me buy gear faster for my business or save up money to go full-time faster. I get to go to work and it might be a struggle now, but soon I'll get to pursue my passion full-time instead of working towards somebody else's passion and I will have done it a safe way, the right way. Even if you do work for yourself, I'm sure that there are tasks within your business that you probably hate doing, right? For me, it's taxes. I hate taxes. That is the first thing that I quickly handed off to somebody else and I don't I don't even like doing tax prep. I feel like every time that I come back from a business trip or buy something that's like a business expense, like I have to do this tax prep. But instead of saying to myself, I have to do my taxes and I hate taxes or I always feel like I'm going to mess them up, but I have to do this tax prep or I have to do my taxes, but I would much rather have somebody just tell me what to pay or I would much rather be editing a session or a wedding that I just got back from, but I have to do this tax prep now. Instead of saying those things to myself, I try to say I get to do my taxes, as painful as it might be, right? I get to file away my hotel receipt from this weekend while it's still fresh in my inbox. This way, I don't have to spend double or triple the time later if I were to try to find it before my taxes are due. I hate doing tax prep, but it does save me time later when everything is all in one place. Now I don't have to spend days trying to remember what all I bought or where I traveled or how much I spent. And to me, that's a big yay, right? I don't want to spend more time doing something that I hate. So whenever I say to myself, I get to spend less time on it later, that's a big positive within my life and my business. Instead of having to do the things that you hate, you could get to be one step closer to the task that you love. I try not to say I have to call this wedding now, which is where you go through the thousands of photos that you just took and decide which ones to keep and edit and deliver. And I try to say instead I get to call this because I'll be one step closer to editing and delivering the gallery, and I love seeing everything come together, getting those final images into the hands of my couples, and then reading their emails about how much they love their images. That doesn't happen without the task that you don't like. And if we want to talk about it, nobody says that you need to be the one to do all of the tasks in your business. You are free to outsource the tasks in your life that you don't enjoy. But when we stop thinking of those tasks as burdens, when we stop treating them as I have to's, we get freedom back into our lives. We stop resenting or subconsciously resenting our kids because we have to stop whatever it is that we're doing and take them to soccer. And we start thinking about all the possibilities of opportunity we have within that moment. 
all of the productive things that we could do with that time in the car waiting, where we used to just play on our phones and scroll through social media. I'm guilty of it too, right? We stop treating every part of our lives that isn't ideal, however it is that you define ideal, as a waste of time. If something isn't according to plan, or if you decide to take another route later, that doesn't mean it was all for nothing, right? It just means that you have to use that experience as a part of the new plan. Just because I location scouted for a session and we didn't use any of the spots during the actual photo shoot, that doesn't mean that time that I spent looking around for beautiful places was a waste of time. Now, I have a new spot for next time. Now, I've gotten more fresh air for the day, more steps on my Apple Watch, discovered a new part of my town. Whatever it is, I want to make positive out of that situation. Just because I tried something new at a session and it didn't work the way that I wanted to, that doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It means that I know what not to do next time now, or I can try to do something a little bit differently to see if that will help me achieve what I had originally planned to do. It means that one thing didn't work, but my couple still has a gallery full of things that did work and look amazing, right? I always tell our couples during sessions, this might be a little crazy, but I still want to give it a try. If it doesn't work or if you don't like it, we have a ton of other images that I think you will love. For every one shot they don't like, there are 50 more that they probably do, right? Just because I went to school for law and politics and now I'm a full-time photographer and educator, that doesn't mean that my degree is a waste. It means that now I have a bit more knowledge when I'm reading contracts with other vendors. It means that I'm a bit more knowledgeable about the world around me when it comes to government, politics, and current events. It means that I have the experiences of college, like that lecture from that theater professor. It means that I have a backup plan if for some reason I ever stop being a photographer. God forbid something happens to my hands or eyes, right? Negatives can always be positives. Lessons can always be learned. Something good can come from any and everything. Devin was listening to the Johnny Cash station on Apple Music recently. And there was a song by Rodney Adkins that came on, and I believe Winston Churchill is quoted saying something really similar, but it states, If you're going through hell, keep on going. Don't slow down. You might get out before the devil even knows you're there. Let's not wallow in the negatives of life. Let's not get caught up in the I have to's of life. Neither are very suitable for success. We could throw around cliche quotes all day, like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But in reality, we can manifest so much more for ourselves, so much more when we allow ourselves to stop holding ourselves back. Math class may never be fun for you, and that's okay. Taxes may never be your favorite task, and that's fine. But we can learn so much from the negatives in our life, the things that we don't love, the things we have to do, have to get through, have to, have to, have to. 
The next time that you are stuck in your sea of I have to's, the next time you are drowning in tasks that you despise, make like Dory from Finding Nemo and just keep swimming, okay? You might make it out, like Rodney Atkins says, before the devil even knows you're there. The longer that we splash around in all of the tasks that we don't enjoy, the longer it's going to take to get through them, the more time that we have to spend on it later, and the less time we have to make ourselves better, the less time we have for tasks that we do enjoy. I'm sure we've all been in a situation where we get out of the shower, we're still in our towel, and we're contemplating whether or not we even want to go to work, or we wake up in the morning and we're telling ourselves all of the reasons why we should just stay in bed, right? It's so much cozier than out in the world. Or maybe you're in your car and you're contemplating whether or not you even want to get out wherever it is that you are. I can't be the only one who's ever been in a situation like that. But whenever we sit in our towel after our shower, contemplating whether or not to get ready for work, and we ultimately decide that that paycheck is worth it, it's just a mad dash to get ready in time or you're going to be late. If you take a shower every single day before work five days a week, and you spend 30 minutes after each of those showers just contemplating whether or not to go to work, how much time is that per week? That's two and a half hours per week. There are 52 weeks in a year, right? That you're wasting brain power just contemplating negatives in your life. Two and a half hours a week. That seems like a lot to me. Let's make a pact right now to stop wasting those two and a half hours. I know every day is not going to be sunshine and butterflies and rainbows of positivity. There are days that we all struggle but whenever we take back our time that has been wasted on negatives, think about how much more that we could accomplish. What could you do with those extra two and a half hours? Could you implement a 30 minute a day workout routine into your schedule? Could you sleep for an extra 30 minutes? Could you read a book in that 30 minutes and help you better your business even before you've made it to the car? So much can happen in those 30 minutes a day. So much can happen in those two and a half hours a week. So much of your time can be brought back into your life when we start thinking of all of the positives, all of the possibilities for opportunity that we have within that time, right? Instead of thinking that pickup line is so long, I'm just going to be scrolling on my phone. I'd rather be cleaning the house. It's not physically possible to clean your house while you're picking your kid up from soccer unless you have one of those Roombas that's going to vacuum while you're gone or you hire somebody else to do it for you. But there are plenty of other ways to use that time positively in your life instead of wallowing in that negativity. So let's make a pact 
Let's stop wasting so much time on negativity in our lives and let's reclaim it, or reclaim some of it even, with a little bit more positivity. What can you do whenever you switch your mindset to I get to? I bet it's a whole lot. Thank you for listening to Operation Carpe Diem. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and follow along on Instagram at Caitlin Wilcox Photography. That's C-A-I-T-L-I-N Wilcox Photography. Until next time, let's go seize the day.